This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe, interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. So Lacey, people are asking, how do they get to go to a party or an event with us? They check out swingersociety.net. You create a profile, you sign up for an event, and you come hang out with us. It's super easy. That's right. If you want to party with us and the other faces and names that you know from social media and TikTok, head on over to swingersociety.net. Can't wait to see you there. Sexual health care can be so much more than STI testing. WISP offers services like emergency contraception, helping delaying your period, UTI treatments, and so much more. They even have a product called the OMG Cream that helps provide more fulfilling orgasms for women. WISP provides same-day prescriptions and can give you discreet treatment in the comfort and privacy of your own home. Check out the link in our show notes or go to hellowisp.com and use code SWING for 15% off. Most people have unprotected oral sex, right? Be honest. Now think about your last STD test. Did your doctor tickle your throat with something that looked like a giant Q-tip? Probably not. Yet that's the only way to check for oral gonorrhea or chlamydia, which are often asymptomatic. You need a better doctor. You need shamelesscare.com. Use coupon code TSN at checkout. Hey there, pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy. And Southern Girl. And today we have a special guest sitting down with us to talk, and uh, her name is Allie. She's all the way out from Arizona. We're freezing here with frozen pipes. Yeah. It's been a rough day. And she, <laughs> she said it's sunny and beautiful yeah, out there. I'm jealous. Okay, so we we, we uh, wanted to talk to Allie today because she kind of has a unique experience here in the, in the lifestyle. She's a transgender woman. Um, who her and her partner are part of the, the non-monogamous community. They attend swing parties. Um, so we really wanted to, to talk to her and get to know her and kind of um, share her journey and her story with our listeners. So I think where we want to start, Allie, is just kind of to get to know you. When we have people on the podcast, we kind of start the way a lot of lifestyle people start is like, hey, tell us about yourself. How'd you, how'd you find the lifestyle? How'd you get into lifestyle? All that kind of stuff. Right. So if you want to share a little bit of your story with us, we'd appreciate it. Okay, well, to start, um, I am 29. Um, I was born in Louisiana. Most people don't think that I was born in Louisiana. They definitely think I'm a Cali girl. <laughs> um, I found Lifestyle probably 2000, I think, 19. Mm -hmm. um, but I ended up finding it through a like little vanilla mixer with some Lifestyle people and ended up mingling with some lifestyle people without knowing and so scared. Um, I was like, why, 
are you talking to me your girlfriend or your wife over there is talking <laughs> talking to you and looking like me and, and I was so scared so um we ended up just connecting and then I ended up connecting with some other people on some dating apps and then just kind of worlds collided and came together and one of our head people in our group was just saying that you'd be really great for our group. You should come check it out. Just come hang out and see what it's all about. Didn't know what it's about. Um, but we ended up meeting out in public. I met a bunch of people. And then I kind of just slowly made my way into the group. Um, at first, a lot of people didn't think I was a real person. <laughs> I actually got banned from the group because um, they thought it was a fake profile when they heard that I was transgender because I had kind of introduced myself. I figured in this group, I kind of need to disclose that. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be real. Um, and so, yeah, I actually got banned, got rejoined because some people said, oh, yeah, I met her in person. And yeah, it's kind of just been a really fun journey since then. I ended up dating my boyfriend here. We've been together for almost four years. So, so you- I kind of brought him in. I was going to say, so you, did you meet him in the lifestyle or was that? you met him separately and you were like, Oh, Hey, by the way, this is part of my life. I attend these parties. And yeah. Yeah. I met him on Facebook dating. <laughs> um, but I wanted to date outside of lifestyle just because I mean, even the single men just weren't fully what I was looking for. Um, and sometimes it's really hard to come across a single man in lifestyle. I feel generally. So I dated outside of lifestyle, um, didn't even think about dating at the time. I just kind of was going with the flow of things and ended up just dating him. But I think it was around the third date was when I kind of disclosed the lifestyle and what it was about. And he was all for trying it, which every man would be. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, it took a lot of communication and some struggles in the beginning, but we ended up making it work out really well. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's interesting because I don't know. I think there's this, you know, when we talk to people and we communicate about the lifestyle, you know, there's, there's all these stigmas that surround swinging and and the swingers lifestyle. And Mm -hmm. and I think one of those stigmas is, is it's mostly like upper middle class, white, cisgendered straight people that, that are into this lifestyle. And I I think maybe rightfully so that, you know, maybe that was traditionally, or it's definitely the stigma about like the seventies key parties and fishbowl, you know, you throw your keys. I mean, there, there is that, but I guess, you know, you said you found this group locally and, and I guess what, when we started to learn about what this group was, what drew you to that, that, that type of community? The hoe face. (laughs) (laughs) We've all had had a hoe face. (laughs) Yeah. We've all had one. I don't know if Lacey's out of her face. I'm not. I'm not. I just like reinvented it as a married woman. Right. Right. Yeah. We're all still kind of in that phase. Um, But yeah, I was in my hoe phase. And um, like I said, that mixer party was super fun um, because back when I was single, um, I had a really weird kink of being like, kind of like passed around a fun group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Eskimo brothers. Um, to me, it was really hot. And I ended up finding a group of people who kind of all messed around with each other. And it was just super open. And I was like, this is fun. I, you guys like to party. I like sex. Let's do this. Um, so yeah, we just ended up moving on from there and then got introduced to a bigger group of just mostly lifestyle people and then just all lifestyle people. 
Yeah, it isn't. You know, I think everybody kind of has that. Yeah, we talk about it a lot. Like the, everybody has these fantasies, right? Like, and you, it sounds like you're talking about like group sex. Like you wanted to be the kind of the center right. of attention, have multiple partners kind of pay attention to you. And it's, right. it's definitely a kink for Lacey too. Oh, that, yeah. that she, she, I like that. She's into. And it's, I think, you know, prior to us finding the lifestyle, it's kind of like one of those things you see it in porn. You're like, well, that's interesting. And that's cool. But you like don't know that it's real or that it's even like a real possibility that there are just people out there that are practicing in that and it's i guess it is eye-opening to when you find groups and communities and, and and or go to a club and stuff and you're like these people talk about group sex or threesomes like it's like <laughs> an everyday thing yeah. and it's funny because Lacey said on the podcast one time oh well we had a vanilla threesome last night and I'm, <laughs> in my head i'm thinking people are probably listening to you thinking no, just a plain you're threesome. crazy because you're talking about just a normal threesome and not something more elaborate than that <laughs> But uh, so so initially you were drawn in by the sex and and being able to experiment and kind of explore that way. Yeah. Just the openness, really. Yeah. Okay, And then so I guess you then find a partner and you talk to him about it and and he's he's on board. He's interested. He's he's not sure. He thinks you're crazy. What how does that conversation with him go? Um. Definitely at first, every, I mean, every man's going to be so excited to hear, oh yeah, you'd like to have threesomes. Mm -hmm. Let's get to it, you know, until they get to that moment where they watch their wife or their girlfriend get fucked by some other person. Um, But no, he kind of knew um, how crazy I was before we dated. Um, I was always traveling. Um, I was super like loud and bubbly and fun. This is the toned down version of me right now. Um, you you, but he knew how much fun I like to have. You don't have to be toned down on the podcast. It's okay. No. This is the one, you know, we're on TikTok and Instagram and all these other places. Right. And, and we have to be very careful about like what we say and what, what we can do here on. The, I don't know right. why podcast land. There, there's no rules here. So it's, yeah, you, you feel can say free whatever to say you want, do, whatever you want. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, what I meant by that is that we have two kids, so oh. <laughs> I definitely I humbled up after gotcha. know, living with them because we live together um, and having two little ones. It's definitely humbled me up for sure. Still yeah. hope, but definitely humbled me. I'm still hope, <laughs> still. Um, but uh, yeah, as a single woman in lifestyle, it was because um, I guess I can kind of start from there and then segue into my relationship. Um, so being a unicorn in lifestyle. I didn't find that it was very hard to come and step into lifestyle. I was very much welcomed with um, arms wide open. A lot of people did talk because I think at that time there was only, I think, one other trans woman who was in the group. I never met them. But um, having a trans woman who looked as passable as me, passable term is meaning looking more as female as possible. And um, I think people just like wildfire just started talking to each other and wondering like what the business was and what was in my pants and who's that girl. Um, So I didn't really have a huge issue just due to my possibility. Um, I don't know how to explain that. I never really had an issue coming into it. Um, It Obviously I struggled with some things. Yeah. Let's, I, that, that, I mean, I'm curious about some of the things you just said. So, I think, you know, we've been along lifestyle for a while. We've, we've attended several parties and, and, and we have come across, um, transgender women. It, it might even be you and mm-hmm. your friends there down in there at secrets that we've seen before. Uh, but it's not, it's not super commonplace mm-hmm. in this, in this lifestyle and in this community. 
Um, so when you say, I feel like it's getting more common though. It's not like you do occasionally see people. Well, my, I mean, I, you know, we'll get into this, but my question is how do we make it more common? How do we reach out to those communities and say, Hey, we have these places where we want you to come and party with us. This is, you know, this is a safe place where you'll be welcome. I like, I guess that's part of my question, but you know, you say you, you, you first start attending these events and and kind of people are talking because they're not sure what, you know, what to think of you or whatever. And they're, Mm -hmm. they're, they're saying these things, you know, and so how, how do you, when you come into that space and people are having all these questions, like, how do you deal with that? You just kind of brush it off or you, you, you try to talk to people and let them know, like, what is that like? Well, um, in vanilla world, it's very hard to disclose that information because you don't want to be rejected or seen as a freak. Um, so coming into lifestyle, I had to make it almost my norm because again, like I said, lifestyle, I feel it's almost necessary to disclose that, especially with it being more sexual and open and free. You never want to um, deceive. I feel like that's a terrible word to say, mm-hmm. um, but you know what I mean. It's, mm-hmm. Right. You're saying if, you I, if I end up with a playroom at, with you at the end of the night, I want you to understand what's going to happen before right. we get there. Yeah. You don't want to. You're right. I, I understand that. Yeah. Right. Or like, you know, I don't want to be sucking some dude's dick over here and then I didn't tell him and he may not be okay with that. And that's okay. You know, not everybody needs to be okay with um, the LGBTQ LMNOP group. (laughs) Um, And that's all right. I don't take any offense to that. What I do like for people to do is just be Mm open-minded. You know, you don't have to say any hate speech towards me or anything like that. But with this group, um, right. It's okay if you don't want to have sex with me, but don't treat me like a lesser than right. you. Yeah. yeah. Right. Do you um, think people were but, talking out of curiosity or like were they genuinely interested in you? I guess that's – I'm trying to think. As long as they were just trying to educate themselves and figuring out, is that, is it necessarily a bad thing that they were talking? But I guess that's such a fine line. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Um, see, that's the thing though is that I've noticed that in – lifestyle events and parties even still to this day people find it so hard to actually come up to me and have a conversation and ask me those questions it's always asking kind of people around me and behind my back which again is all right I can I come off as intimidating to people and it's really hard to approach me sometimes but um, mostly it was just people curious because of how pretty she is that's well, usually they would say that's a dude or that's a man or that's a guy. And that's what normally makes me feel bad. But um, again, learn to brush it off. And I know that they mean well, but they're just curious on what is in my pants. Yeah, They're like, she's too pretty. There's no way. That's going to be hard. It's, you know, it's got to be hard. They probably even don't necessarily mean that in a mean way. That's probably like, I mean, it's kind of like a backhanded compliment, but it really, they're, they're really trying to be nice, but it doesn't come out that way. Right. And I, I think that's like you're saying education. There's so many people yeah. that aren't educated in, in the right way right. To, to speak to people without, you know, offending them. And that's even when we started this podcast before we started recording, I even said to you, like, hey, if, if I misspeak, like I, I have a lot of questions, but 
I don't necessarily know all the proper ways to phrase them. And if I misspeak, mm-hmm. I don't mean to, but please correct me so that we can, you know, so that we don't offend anybody. Uh, and I, th- I think that's how a lot of people in the lifestyle probably feel is like, man, I, she's gorgeous because you, you absolutely are. And I don't know if you're comfortable giving out your Thank socials, you. but if you want to, you absolutely should. So people can go <laughs> follow you because you, you are very, very, yeah, very beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, I can see one, you're, you're a beautiful woman. So that's intimidating, you know, <laughs> all by itself. And then yeah. the second part of, I don't know how to speak to a transgender woman without the proper way. It is so a little that could scary. Be a little intimidating. Yeah. It's a little scary because you don't want to offend. You don't mm-hmm. want to say something that you're not supposed. So it, it's kind of easier just to not say anything. So yeah. I can see where it's easier just to ask somebody. Right. It makes sense yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. But you're probably, well, so from your perspective, you're just like, I'm just a person. Just come talk to yeah. me. Is that, is that what you're? Yeah. <laughs> so if we can take away anything from this, I think that is super important right there. Yeah. I mean, just talk to me like a normal person. And I think, and again, every transgender person is going to be different. I find myself to be an open book. So by all means, ask me any question you want. Um, I think the one thing I can tell people, especially Swing Nation, if you do want to talk to somebody who is trans, your private bits are private. And that's why they're called your private bits. Let's keep it private. Unless you're planning to fuck me, Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk about it. It's not your business to know if you have no intention of getting that far. Um, I get people want to be pure in that way asking, but it's not like, don't go up and grab my junk or, you know, like stare at my junk while I'm in lingerie. I think that's a lot. That's one thing that happens a lot is like in public, say like at eye candy, I walk around in the tiniest little bits of lingerie and I am tucked super well. And so nobody can really tell. And I love feeding off of that energy of, oh, does she have a dick or not? I'm not sure. And I love that because, well, good. I don't want you to know. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, I feed off of that energy. I love it. But also just, you know, I've had people who have come up and just straight up grabbed my, my crotch and. That's not okay. No matter who you are. Right. That's that's not okay. Period. And then on top of that, that I can see why that would be extremely, extremely offensive. Yeah. Go ahead. No, it's interesting. What you said is you feed off the energy of people not, not knowing that's interesting to me. What exactly about that is. I, I can guess. see how that's hot. Yeah. I can, I get it. I can see how that's kind of hot. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess in, in this realm, I would call it pussy stunting. <laughs> so going out and kind of looking your hottest and knowing people know that you're trans, but they don't know what's in your pants. So I can just kind of like stomp around and like look really hot. And they're still like, wow, that's a trans woman. She's really hot. And that's what I want people in lifestyle to understand is even especially men, I want them to feel like it's okay to be seen with me, to be kissing on me, and it's not weird. And I have plenty of men who do that, and they are never ashamed. And that's what I want men to see. I want them to know, like, oh, it's okay that that girl's sitting on my lap or making out with me or playing with me in a room full of other people. Like, it's not, you know, you're not going to be seen as weird. But, um, I will say going back to your last thing about saying, you know, transgender people in lifestyle is not a normal thing. And I have found in my past experience in lifestyle going to certain clubs and events, it is not a normal thing specifically because most transgender women who are in lifestyle are actually partnered. And I've had a club tell me this before. I won't say where it is, but 
um, they actually put out saying um, no trans women. And I was in the club and I said, huh. So I went up to the owners and told them, you know, you, you know that I am trans. Do I need to leave? And they kind of got awkward and they explained to me that, oh, well, we say no trans because it's a liability. Again, going back to if I suck your dick and they don't tell you that I'm trans and someone may not like that, that could become a safety issue um, because they can't just expect, oh, yeah, everybody's lifestyle. Everybody's going to be open minded. Everyone's going to be OK with it. So I find that it's much easier entering lifestyle with a partner unless you're really pretty because I never had an issue getting into it. Um, but I don't think normally any trans woman would be able to enter it. I wouldn't say safely, but just on their own. Yeah. That is what you just said. I think it's shocking to me almost. So if I'm, if I'm hearing you correctly, what you're saying is a club told you it's a safety concern because if you go to a club and you start sucking somebody's dick and then they, they, they don't know you're trans, but obviously mm-hmm. they've consented up until that point, right? Now, I guess there's the debate of, you know, at what point do you have to disclose that you're a trans female? Like, you know, at what point is that? But right. what almost what they're saying is your liability to us is because if you do that and then somebody finds out and then assaults you, you're, you're like, that's crazy to me that you have, but that, that they'd be afraid of the liability of somebody assaulting you for doing a consensual sexual act on somebody. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Like, that's, that seems absurd to me that that's that's the concern of the club yeah but even consensual um it's it's hard because i can go up to you and say oh yeah would you like to play you're like sure and if i again start sucking your dick and still don't disclose that it's Mm -hmm. still consensual because you said yes but the moment where you don't fully disclose your identity and let them know some people aren't comfortable with it and they've had you know, scary situations where someone wasn't okay with it. For a lot of people, this is going to be the first time they've heard a conversation like this with a trans woman and talking specifically about swinging and the lifestyle. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we've discussed a lot about like this disclosing that you're a trans woman. I guess what, what would you consider proper etiquette for that at this point? I found that it's most easiest um, kind of making a post about it prior to the party. So that way people can see it and everybody knows. Um, but I mean, it's again, case by case. I think with most trans women that I know, and I don't know many in lifestyle, that it's just more easier to kind of publicly post that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can choose to do it person by person because really it's nobody's business but yours and right. that person that's, you know, playing with you. Um but usually it's just, I think, how we go about it, especially when we talk to other people, if we have any interest in playing and they may not know. Um, I usually send my boyfriend off to go do that part. <laughs> um, but when I was single, it was just more, okay, I need to go let this person know because they're kind of coming on really hard and they want to make out, which is a hard one too, is, you know, at what point is it? not okay like should i tell you before i make out with you or should i tell you before we play right um and that's really hard because kissing is a very normalized thing in our group mm-hmm. um so it's not a big deal for me if i kiss people and for most people but some people i think it may be so it's really hard to determine again it's case by case right 
But I find that if I'm really interested in somebody, I will go tell them like, hey, like, can I pull you aside to talk to you for a minute? And, you know, so like, I want to let you know that I'm transgender. And then I obviously just like any other couple, you'd kind of talk about what you guys like to do and, right. you know, right. rules the, and boundaries. Kind good, of what it, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. It's interesting. I've it's, never thought about the kissing because she's right. I mean, dancing, like, I'm just thinking about secrets because we've been talking about secrets. She, in she's the, gorgeous. I mean, any, if she starts walking up to any guy and start kissing on they'd, they'd be, like, ecstatic. They'd be <laughs> mailing a home to their mom and being like, Mom, you will not believe the hot chick <laughs> right. I made out with this weekend. But, I mean, like, just lifestyle in general, dancing, like, grinding on each other, kissing, mm-hmm. making out. Like, that's kind of, like, the foreplay before you go and play. And a lot of times that's, like, in one night I can kiss a lot of a lot of guys so i and girls for that matter and that would be super hard to stop every single one of them and be like hold on and, just this and it's and gotta be a little uncomfortable too oh, right? extremely like, the yeah. music's loud there's she's uncomfortable there's just a lot yeah Not i've never thought about that it's, you know and i think this conversation is really good for everyone to hear because a lot of people probably have not stopped to think about that yeah i I'm pretty terrible at it because I still do kiss people because most of the times people don't mind. Um, but until it comes to the point of play is usually when people say something like, oh, you know, you should let me know. But I I haven't had any issues where that has happened where someone said, oh, I'm not interested. No, most guys are just happy anything. to be there, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Do you they find just, yourself... Um, playing like within the same circles within the same groups because you're more comfortable like i know you go to eye candies parties do you find that you go to a lot of the same places just because of that um yes and no um i think let's just use eye candy for example um and eye candy yes at first because we kind of when we got there um we kind of met a bunch of people, a lot of people actually. Um, but the people who did want to hang out around us a lot more, we ended up gravitating more towards. And then the second time we went, um, we kind of hung out with the same people just because now we have friends in Florida. So it was just kind of our, our safe zone. Um, but we definitely still went and mingled with everybody else just Mm -hmm. because there's lots of eyes wandering and now everybody knows who, we are, um, I think I kind of stirred secrets up a little bit. The, the first time I came, a lot of people were talking about me and everybody that I was coming up to was like, yeah, people keep talking about you. So, I mean, it's hard to, to figure out where we want to put our attention, right? Mm-hmm. But no, I think for us, we, especially coming from Arizona, we want to mingle with a good amount of different people. And kind of see what energy feels good and feels right and who's coming on to me, especially more than um, my boyfriend, just because we want to feel out who's actually interested in me and is open to pursuing more and seeing what that's like. Awesome. Okay. I think now is this perfect time to take a little break and hear from the partners and sponsors of the Swing Nation podcast. And then when we get back, we're going we're gonna to talk to Allie some more and uh, learn everything about her and her experiences. All right, we'll be right back. We here at the Swing Nation podcast are proud to partner with Promescent. Listen, guys, we've all been there. You're having a hot night with a hot chick, maybe a few hot chicks, 
but you need to kind of delay the time before you pull that trigger. That's where Promescent comes in. They have this awesome product called the Delay Spray. You literally spray it on, and it delays the time that you orgasm, so you can make sure that your partner is well taken care of. And as swingers, we're all about making sure our partners are well taken care of, and Promescent Delay Spray is the perfect product for that. Click the link in the show notes below to get yours today. Anxiety can cause ED. Like the kind you get while watching your partner with someone else. You're having the time of your life, yet are having stage fright. Most men in the lifestyle use prescription ED medication for this reason. Shameless Care should be your provider. Shameless is less expensive than other companies and has a 50-state network of physicians who are lifestyle-friendly. Use coupon code TSN for $30 off. Shamelesscare.com. Hey, Swing Nation listeners, it's Dan here, and I want to know why you haven't checked out Cassidy.com yet. Cassidy is a lifestyle website where you can connect with other swingers, see lifestyle events near you, and chat with attendees, as well as post travel plans to meet up with pineapple people across the country. We want you to try Cassidy completely risk-free by using the 90-day Elite Membership Trial link in our show notes, or by going to theswingnation.info and clicking on the Cassidy banner under Favorite Apps and Products. All right, guys, welcome back. Welcome back. We're still here sitting with the beautiful Allie, uh, asking her all things, talking uh, transgender women in the lifestyle. And I really I want to thank you for being so open and honest during this conversation, because I, I know it. I, I don't I, I for you. I bet this is hard, not hard, but it's got to maybe push you a little bit outside of your box, knowing I mean, we have about 10,000 or so downloads per episode. So about 10,000 people are going to hear you you talking um, kind of about some of this stuff. But I, I think it's important because I do think this lifestyle is is growing. And I think there's more people of all different diversities and um, coming into these spaces. And so kind of putting out, you know, letting people know how to the best ways to interact and, and you know, the kind of the do's and don'ts. Um, I, I think it's important. So I definitely want to thank you for, for being on and, and kind of putting yourself in the spotlight to answer some of these questions that people have. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So one question that is going to come up and this, that, and again, some of these comfortable questions are even a little bit uncomfortable for me to ask, but me and Lacey actually did a a podcast recently about fantasies. And one of the fantasies that Mm -hmm. I shared with her and she was a little surprised by, I was very surprised that that you said it. I would be interested in having relations with a transgender, uh, a female. And, And we even had a conversation on that podcast and I was like, I don't know how I feel. Like, what does that mean? Like, you know, what does about, that look like? What does that yeah. mean about my own sexuality? And what what would that look like? And and because we just don't know. And I think I think that's probably a common fantasy. I would assume, and it's probably something that you get approached with often. Is like, okay, if I want to have sex with you, does that mean I'm bi? Does that mean I'm gay? Does that mean like what does that mean? Um, and I, I, you know, me and Lacey talked about it. It's like it's crazy that we even have to like. Why does it have to have a label or why do we why do we have to put everything in a box? Mm-hmm. Like if you think somebody's attractive and you want to have sex with them, just just do it. And who cares what that what that means? But uh, I'm curious on your thoughts on some of that. Yeah, I definitely get approached with the fantasy thing, the topic all the time where people are saying, yeah, so I've always had this fantasy to be with a trans woman before. What does that look like? You know, can you fuck me while my husband fucks you or something like that? And um, at that point, that's when usually we kind of discuss, you know, our boundaries and what we like and, you know, what my boyfriend likes, what they like. 
and kind of find a middle ground. Um, but usually that's, I'll kind of say a little bit about myself is I don't use my equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, usually people who tend to approach me usually have a fantasy with that. But I do know that most men who approach me really just have that attraction towards the femininity mm-hmm. and they like that. Um, whether that's having sex with a chick with a dick or, um, being penetrated or whatever it may be. Um, I think it's more just the femininity that they like, um, in knowing that, wow, this person is so beautiful. And I find myself drawn to this person for some reason. I know that every guy that I've asked, especially my boyfriend, um, he's never dated a trans woman before until me. And he was just so drawn to my energy and my femininity. And that was sexy. So I don't think that if you're attracted to a trans woman or want to desire being with a trans woman, that you're bisexual or gay or whatever. Um, Because I'm not a man. Um, I think that it's just about, you know, enjoying and exploring that femininity that this person is able to express. Yeah. So when I, in, we've had this talk before about, you know, even like when it comes to like black men and stuff like that, when you, when you fetishize something, is that offensive or is that okay? As long as you're consenting to it, like how do you, I guess when people come to you and be like, Oh, I want to be with you because I have this, this transgender woman fantasy. Is that, is that offensive to you? Or are you, are you like, that's oh, what I was well, about to ask. Does right. that bother you when people say that? Or would right. you rather than be open and just be honest with you? Um, I definitely love the um, openness and honesty when people talk to me. Because at that point, knowing that they can respect my boundaries and we can have a good time where everybody's met doing what they want to do. Um I find being a fantasy to people really hot and sexy. Yeah. Um, I've had plenty of people tell me, yeah, you're my fantasy. And to me, it is the biggest turn on to know that this person fantasizes me. And mm-hmm. I won't just say trans woman because a lot of people, when they say that, they think of Pornhub's version of a trans woman mm-hmm. where, you know, a girl's swinging a 10 inch dick and mm-hmm. everyone is like, yeah, I want that. I want to see that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, sorry, that's not going to be me. Um, but yeah, no, I, I love being people's fantasy. I think when people tell me that, I just envision them having the biggest orgasm to me, which I've had a lot of people do. They send me pictures and videos of them coming <laughs> on my pictures or, you know, they'll send videos of them coming like, yeah, I just jerked off to you today twice. So that I don't know, it's hot. That is it's hot. Yeah, hot. I think anybody yeah. can. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody can say that where it's like, yeah, you're, you're turned on by me. Shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and it's interesting. So you you said uh, your boyfriend is he identifies as a straight male. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and you said even when when people approach you, they sometimes have they they want to have sex with a with a penis, right? Is that that's what they're they're asking? Right. Like, hey, can somebody fuck me with a penis? And you're like, hey, I don't do that. And then you said they turn to your boyfriend and, and assume that he's by and that he might do that. Is that you said that's right, something that yeah. happens too? And then you got to kind of yeah, be like, well, if you sense. if you're looking for if you're a a male looking for a penis, you come to the wrong spot, right? Is that that's what you're saying? Right. Yeah. And you know what? I've learned um, that in this group, again, full open mindedness in every direction that you go, whether it's with a female, male, trans woman, whatever, that it's okay to express that interest without being judged. Because the same for me, I'd want someone to accept me. 
in a space and not be judged. And so, you know, when people disclose that, I don't make it feel weird by any means. I just tell them, you know, that's not our dynamic and we don't do that. Um, Can we do something else instead? And it's normally never a big deal. No, that's good. And I, I think that's, I mean, that's the message, right? And it does get confusing, right? Especially when we're trying to navigate all this, this conversations and, and not offend people, but also, you know, relay our fantasies and, and kind of, you know, there, there can be a lot to navigate there. Um, but you know, the biggest thing I guess that draws me to this community is that it, it seems like most of the people there are very, very open-minded and it, it is the one safe place that I know of where you can go and say, yeah, I, I'm a straight guy, but I would love to have sex with a transgender woman. Uh, are you comfortable with that? Yeah. You know what I mean? And you, those conversations can just happen and nobody has to feel awkward or weird mm-hmm. about it. And, and if people don't want to, be involved in it they can say hey no thank you that's not for me but hey i have a friend over there that really enjoys that you know what i mean um that's that's the thing to be celebrated and i think that's the really the message that we try to promote about about the lifestyle and about swinging is that it is the one space where you can basically come up with any fantasy you could possibly think about and there's probably somebody that's into it and would help would be really happy to help you fulfill that fantasy yeah yeah okay moving on from you being basically everybody's fantasy um (laughs) to um okay i I think i have two questions one if there's other transgender um women or even i guess males out there that are maybe listening to this and and they've heard about the swinger community or about these sex clubs that's what most people know swingers clubs as um but they maybe they haven't attended because they didn't think it was for them. Like, what would your advice be to other transgender um, people that are thinking about entering into this space? My honest opinion yeah. is it's all about connections. If you can find the right people to kind of segue you in, that's honestly the best way. Um, just because if you just kind of enter all on your own, you can kind of feel like all lays are on you. Or, you know, get in your head thinking, oh, no one's going to be accepting me here because I still kind of struggle with that. I still battle with thinking that, you know, I'm such a minority here that, you know, prancing around in lingerie with everybody else. And sometimes I don't feel like enough. So I think that coming into lifestyle for anybody else, it's all about coming in with people who are well-rounded and who are respectable in lifestyle because those are going to be the people who carry you through and introduce you to everybody. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I hate to say it, but I think being confident and attractive to other people and in yourself is going to be a huge one too. You need to have that confidence coming in because then you're just kind of fading away and, in the background, they feel. I think that's good for everybody. Yeah, I, I think that's true advice for absolutely Especially everybody, if yeah. you're coming in by yourself, you're a single, and if you're like timid and don't want to talk to people and scared, they're going to feed that energy. But if you come in like confident and excited to be there and willing to be mingle and talk to people, I think you're going to be much better received. I think that goes for both, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah I, for sure. Are there other transgender women in, in the group? That, that you're in or are you the only one just out of curiosity um here in arizona there is only one other one who just recently joined and she just became single um i'm not aware of her story fully because we don't really talk mm-hmm. um but i know that she got 
brought in by someone who was already in lifestyle because her partner was lifestyle and then kind of came around with just some friends. But I met her and I had told her because she kind of disclosed that to me. And I said, girl, you better rock it. You go around here and you prance and you you wear your trans identity confidently because people here will walk all over you. They will talk about you and you will feel extremely insecure. Um, but you just have to be confident in yourself and understand that, you know, some people are going to be into you and some people aren't. You just have to be aware of that it's okay if some people aren't and if some people are just like eye candy with that post I was okay knowing that people are talking about me because I am aware of that I know it's gonna happen but don't talk about me in front of my room at you know almost four o'clock in the morning mm. why don't you come talk to I me? feel like we have to give a backstory yeah, we have on to that. Give a, yeah so this is <laughs> one of the reasons we reached out to Allie is because she made a social media post and, and and in that social media post she said she basically said what she just said is Hey, I was at this party this weekend and I understand that, you know, people are going to talk about me and that, you know, I'm going to raise eyebrows, so to speak. Uh, and that's okay. But if you're going to raise questions or talk about me, please don't do it in front of my door at the hotel. Um, and there was a lot of, um, you know, on Facebook, you posted that, I think in the, in the eye candy group. And I was really amazed by the amount of the, the, the eye candy people that then rallied around around you and i was really that to me was kind of i guess good to see right there was i don't know there was lots of posts back on your message saying girl you're beautiful like you know like you and know, even i can ignore candy. them yeah and, and even the owners of eye candy and you know they they all rallied around you and, and to me i was like that's yes like good for them that's how people should handle this is you know 99 percent of the community could, could say ignore the bullshit you're beautiful and we love that you're here um, and so that's why I reached out to you and was like, Hey, I love this story. I love, you know, what you had to say here and that you stood up for yourself and, and, you know, would you come on our podcast and kind of speak out to some of this so that if there's other people that, you know, that could maybe identify with that or, or hear that and kind of get some motivation for that. So that's, that's some of the backstory of this, this podcast episode. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's super important and I, you know, I, to me, that the lifestyle and, and these events should be a safe place for everybody. And it's, it's, it's almost a little disheartening when, you're, when I hear you say, like, okay, if you're a transgender woman thinking about entering this space, like, find people to help you. Don't just go there by yourself because it, be, it could be a bad experience for you. And I, I think that's probably true. And, I, mm-hmm. you know, if I think about you just entering, you know, any random club in America, it could be a bad there, mm-hmm. there are some clubs out there where the, it could be a bad experience. It could be a great club. It had right. nothing to do with the club. It's the people. Yeah. Right. So I, I definitely think there's a lot of work to be done here. And I think, you know, you coming on and talking about some of this is is maybe a step in that, that right direction. Yeah. Generally, just, again, whether they're transgender or not, you go and talk to a person and get to know them. And if they end up disclosing that, you kind of, again, treat them with the same respect. Don't be like, oh, you're a dude. That's weird. Or, you know, like just you're, they're normal people. I'm a normal person, but I, I will say that it is. Um, so in trans community, we call it pretty, or I'm sorry, passing privilege. Um, and that's the same as pretty privilege, but it's a real thing. And I think being possible made it much easier coming into lifestyle. And that's just in generally in life is just much easier you know, take someone who was on the news with a beard and a wig, it may not be as easy for someone like that to be approached or wanting to be in lifestyle. Um, 
So definitely coming into it and knowing why you want to be there and how you can be there, just like any other single person coming in, you need to be respectful. You need to be aware of your place and everybody else's boundaries and you need to communicate those things between each other. Um, but definitely much, much, much easier um, being in a couple or with friends that can take you around and, and show you around and see if it's for you. Because I do, you know, as a trans woman, I know that my experiences a lot of times playing with men and it isn't because of me. And I had to remind myself that, but it happened time and time again where men were not able to perform and that really got to my ego and made me um, extremely insecure because I think like oh maybe it's just me because they can fuck everybody else but they tend to struggle with me um, and that was not the case it was just normal yeah yeah it happens say, a lot Lacey will be the me. first one to tell you that <laughs> you're not alone yeah. I think I think just about every female in the in the lifestyle space has um encountered that and probably had the exact same thought that that you had it's that oh they're not attracted to me or they're not they're not into me and that's why and as a male that has had that happen to him that's <laughs> i can <laughs> guarantee you that it's not the case it's usually we had um a little too much to drink that night or in or forgot our yeah. forgot our blue shoes at home or, or something like nervous? that <laughs> yeah. are you nervous <laughs> right that could be i mean yeah. Allie's a very beautiful woman. I could see right. yeah. you, get, you know, people just getting in their head and being like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to make sure I do a, a good job here. And then, you know, sometimes <laughs> you're trying to build yourself up and get too much in your head. The uh, the opposite can happen. So, yeah, that is interesting. Okay. Yeah. So what about some some do's and don'ts? So if, if there's couples out there that encounter um, transgender people, women um, in lifestyle spaces, like what are some of the things you're like people do to you that you're like, Oh, please God, <laughs> stop doing this or don't do that. <laughs> or, or do let's do, let's do some don'ts and then maybe a couple do's. Okay. Um, for sure. Don't grab any crotches. Yeah. That's don't do that um, to anybody. Generally. Yeah. Don't, don't do that to anyone. You need consent first. Um, definitely don't ask about their downstairs because again, if we're not having sex, that's not really information I need to disclose to you. You know, I'm still a normal person that is in lifestyle or any anywhere else you need to. Right, that'd be like sex. a random stranger walking up to me and be like, how big's your dick? Yeah. Be like, I, it's none of your bit. Like, I don't, who the hell are you? And why are you asking me how big my dick is? Like, yeah. I'm not like, you know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. That, do you really find that that's um, an off-putting question? Well, I mean, <laughs> No, but what I feel like it's a, <laughs> well, a lifestyle that would be totally fine, but but I'm yeah. saying like, like a random normal, person you don't know, right? Like yeah. if somebody that's flirting and they're like, oh, so do you have a big? You're like even then, like what if I'm a small dick and you ask me if I'm a big one? That might that could be kind of a weird conversation, <laughs> but uh, but it just seems like a no no in general that you don't yeah. ask about people's like you said you don't ask about people's genitalia unless you're mm-hmm. trying to fuck them or about to fuck them or, or or something like that, right? Well, I guess let's phrase it as if you know that they're transgender it's not okay to ask because i do find that in lifestyle it is very much a normalized thing to be like hey sir (laughs) what to pack in you know she's not wrong like oh yeah i've I've definitely done it and i'm i apologize (laughs) Mm -hmm. but i've i've seen a really hot guy i'm like wow i just saw you swinging that thing around how big are you (laughs) you know (laughs) i totally i've done it too (laughs) I've done um, it Lacey. Yeah, it, it, what? Lacey likes. Well, anyway. <laughs> Keep going. I care with you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that makes sense, though. I totally get that. Now we're blushing. Sorry. High five to you. Yeah. 
I mean, I just see it and I just want to drop down to my knees, which I have done before. Yeah. And oh my God, I can't believe I ever did that. But <laughs> yeah, no, if, as long as you know that they are transgender, let's make it a topic to not ask mm-hmm. right away. Because again, as I knew coming into lifestyle, I knew that it would gonna it would be a thing where I have to disclose to everybody. Not like in vanilla world where I don't need to tell people that. But in lifestyle, it, it being a sexual environment, you know, why not have people accept me for who I really am, knowing that it could lead to sex yeah. more more often than not. So if so, you let's say you're flirting with someone and mm-hmm. It could, it could not. You kind of at that crossroad. Is it okay at that point for them to ask you? Maybe not. I don't know the correct way to ask it, but does that make sense? Yeah. Like, like if somebody's yeah, pursuing absolutely. you, but they know there may not be, it may not work. It may not. You know, I don't know how to say that. Um, how do I say that? Does you see? What I'm You're saying at what point is it okay to ask? Yeah. Like at what point is it like if I'm a male and I'm dancing with you and I'm interested in you? Yeah. At some point, is it okay for them to step in because you haven't disclosed, but they know you're transgender and they want to play with you, but they're not exactly sure if this can move forward. Is it okay at that point for them to ask? Yes, I would say um, so. Normally approaching the situation, if you knew I was transgender, you already kind of know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. Um, but at that point, it's just like any other couple you would approach and knowing that you're interested, you'd talk about what your likes and dislikes are and how you can be sexy in the bedroom together. That's when it usually is disclosed, I think. You know, if you're grinding up on somebody and they're like, yeah, so you got a dick or what? It's yeah. not really the conversation. Yeah, that's not yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's more just like, you know, if we're vibing really, really well, it's going to kind of already come out because, you know, I think most couples do their due diligence and ask like, yeah, what do you like? What are you into? And then you kind of just say from there. And I always tell people you know, what I enjoy and don't enjoy and, you know, what are my no-nos and what are my goes? That's perfect. Okay. So any more don't do's? Oh, this is a great one. Um, coming to me and saying, wow, you make a really pretty girl or how do they say it? Um, I can't believe you're a dude. It's just like these right awkward comments that aren't really comments but can be comments Almost a they mean backhanded well. compliment kind of thing right yeah, yeah. just say you're beautiful like, oh. right yeah right it's and or or saying like um am i gonna be gay if i sleep with you because that's also like kind of an insult like i'm sorry i don't look like a dude i have had um some certain situations where the husband or boyfriend was really into me and didn't care and the wife or girlfriend was kind of almost insulted because mm. they were like, why would you go for her? Right. And that felt really, that yeah. hurt me to my core because, yeah. you know, as women in the lifestyle, we want to always uplift each other and support each other. And especially having that be an added barrier as a trans woman, you know, prancing around and you know, lingerie and stuff, I want to be seen just as equal as you. So for you to judge me because right. your husband wants to have a shot at me is very offensive. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Okay. So what are some, what are some good 
What are, have, what are some ways you've seen people handle it well that you would encourage people to do in the future? Hmm. Any? <laughs> Goods are always harder than the negatives. They you can are. Always be like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I like I said, I've had more good situations than bad. All of my bad situations have been um, outside of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, good to know. Really that, that gives me hope for our lifestyle that we're doing something right. Yeah, it is interesting that you say that because we've kind of mm-hmm. said like, you know, y- you wouldn't feel 100% safe just walking into any random, you know, lifestyle club out there. But in, in a lot of ways, I'm hearing what I'm hearing from you is I, you feel more comfortable in lifestyle spaces expressing yourself and more comfortable in lifestyle, you know, you've had less negative, um, you know, um, confront- Situation, confrontations yeah. and situations in, in lifestyle spaces. So it seems like yeah. even though overall the lifestyle, you know, lifestyle people have work to do to, to be more accepting and more open-minded, um, it does sound like the lifestyle community is maybe ahead of the vanilla community in that aspect. Is Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. And that's just the open-mindedness. Mm-hmm. Being, you know, everyone is more open to seeing girl and girl or, I mean, I know bi is kind of a newer thing, not new, but just lately I find that it's becoming more okay for bi men to kind of come around. Um, but yeah, I would say that lifestyle is definitely more involved in that aspect just because we all know that, you know, being in lifestyle, you almost have to adopt that open-mindedness or else it's not really going to work for you. You know, talking about, like, do you guys know what compersion is? Mm-hmm. No, compersion? What, compersion, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, 100%, yeah. So, so that's explain kind of it to part people of that, that open-mindedness. Explain, explain what compersion is to people that are listening that maybe hasn't heard that word before. Okay, so um, how it was told to me, compersion is finding, um, what do you call it? Uh, like pleasure. Ex- pleasure, excitement, mm-hmm. joy out of watching someone that you love and have a connection with get pleasure from someone else yeah, or from some other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and a part of that is really hard, which most people don't have or the capacity to have because of jealousy or um, insecurities, insecurities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's a huge open-minded um, way to, to segue in is because, you know, having compersion for other people, you have to almost take that negative thought and reshape it into something that's much more positive. And again, you know, jealousy is a very normal thing and it's okay to have just because your lifestyle doesn't mean that we're not allowed to feel jealousy or anything or insecurity. It's okay. It's just about how you take that thought and really morph it into something that's going to be a little bit more beautiful for you to feel. That 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 was beautifully said. said any better? <laughs> yeah. I've never ourselves. heard anybody say that what that way, and that was perfect. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. if people and I don't, are you are you comfortable giving out social media or, or talking? Do you want to give any of that stuff out if people are interested in you and your story and they want to go find you and follow you and stuff like that? If not, we we yeah. don't have to do that. But if you are comfortable, I'd love to promote you. Yeah, so um, I have an Instagram. My Instagram is Ali, A-L-Y-X, Melina, M-A-L-I-N-A. Um, is it okay to give my, I don't know if you guys know, but I have a GoFundMe page. Yes, please. Okay, so um, the GoFundMe, I'll have to send you the link, but I do have a GoFundMe page for um, a future surgery for um, SRS, which is sexual reassignment surgery. 
that I had put together um, through some friends in Florida who were so nice to do that for me. Um, I cried so many tears through that because, again, I have only been to eye candy twice. And for this whole group of people to have so much support for me and just believe in me um, makes my heart melt. So I do have a GoFundMe, um, and I'll be able to send you guys that link. Um, we'll put that link in our fans. show in our show notes. You have an OnlyFans? I was going to ask you if you had an OnlyFans. I do. <laughs> if you um, don't, you should because you would be making an absolute killing. Feel free to um, subscribe to my OnlyFans. It's actually a free page, um, and that is Aliana A L I A N N A X Bradford B R A D F O R D. That's yeah. awesome. I'll have to get you to send me all the links to this, and we'll we'll link that in the show notes so people yes sir so so people can find that you know and if if you if you ever need collabs or anything like that um I don't know if you are do sh- that are you shooting your that, shot there I mean babe? I'm just saying if, if that's something she's interested in doing um we might have we're to here talk. to fulfill we'll, fantasies that's we'll right. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, exactly. Conversion. Well, we'll be oh. back. We'll be back at Eye Candy in March. So we'll, we'll be around that way. We'll be down there in, in March. We have a our own takeover down there at Secrets in March. So we'll be in that neck of the woods. Okay. But uh, absolutely. So Perfect. definitely go follow and subscribe to Allie. Um, it's worth every penny. I promise you. Um, I learned a lot. So thank we learned a lot you. too. Yeah. And I think this is a, these conversations. It's almost hard. I'm not gonna say it, this was an easy conversation, but for us, it's like we don't want to say the wrong thing. We don't want to misstep, and we don't want to offend not only you but any other transgender person that's out there listening. And because we're just not super educated on it, also it, it is a little intimidating to, mm-hmm. to to talk about this stuff. But but somebody has to talk about it if we want to make it better for everybody. And and so that that was really the goal of this this podcast episode was just let, let's talk about it. Let's even if it's we're not sure what to say, let's just talk about it and see <laughs> right, what happens. Yeah. So I really appreciate you coming on and doing that. And it's it super brave. I know when I first reached out to you, you weren't 100 percent sure which which way you were going to go. And you ultimately decided to. So appreciate that. It was very brave of you. And um, definitely go follow Allie and, and give her all the love and support because she she deserves it. And maybe we can uh, we can follow up with you and do have some more of these types of conversations because yeah. I'm sure we'll get we always get emails and messages and questions and stuff like that. So. Um, we, we'll, we'll have you be our resident expert, um, yeah, in that, in I'd that be category. Happy to be back. Yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate Allie. Um, and I think with that in a world full of apples, be the pineapple, be the pineapple guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.